It's the Talkiverse Podcast, Episode 46, The Halloween Party That Ate San Francisco. In this episode, we've got a monster movie review, the five-room dungeon, and instant places expanded information. And we'll get right on with the show just as soon as I grab a bag full of candy. Happy Halloween! Hello there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I hope you are having a good Halloween. Of course, if you're listening to this as soon as it drops, that would be 12 noon Pacific time, so maybe you aren't having any trick-or-treaters yet, but you probably get candy and whatever, bobbing for apples, who knows. Anyway, this is the first of the Instant Places podcasts, so... We're going to be including the expanded information later on in the program. The next Monday program will come out at the regular time of 12.10 a.m. on Monday, but I thought I'd just do this first one a little early. And now, I would like to thank my patrons, as I always do at the beginning of the program, for supporting me and my blog and this podcast and everything they do. So, as Bella Lugosi would say, Thank you, David. Thank you, Avis. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, James. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Peter. You all are wonderful. Okay, now we move on to the monster movie review. And we're done with Watery Wonders. And now we've moved on to a theme which will cover a lot of movies, because that theme is, what the hell did I just see? And the very first one is a movie that was done as a filler, a B-movie. And for those of you who are too young to know what a B-movie is, they used to show in the theaters your main movie, say, I don't know, Gone with the Wind. But before that, they would show cartoons, newsreels, and very often, almost always, a cheaper, shorter movie of some sort. These were ground out like, I don't know, hamburger by all these various small production companies and studios, um, RKO, Monogram, all these various places would make these very short movies. A lot of them westerns. Westerns were incredibly popular. They would sometimes uh, do a Western every three or four days at some of these studios. They were often no more than an hour long. Some of them were barely an hour long. And the one we're going to talk about today is not only a short movie, it's only 61 minutes long, but it is deceptive. And this was also something that happened in the movies and still does in some cases. This movie is called Two Lost Worlds. It was made in 1951. It is, theoretically, a science fiction adventure film directed by Norman Dons and starring James Arness, Marshall Matt Dillon from television, and Laura Elliott. 
The film was produced independently by Boris Petrov, doing business as Sterling Productions Incorporated, from his original story. The film was scripted by Phyllis Parker, so yay for having a woman in there doing a script. And there were some later scenes added by another person, and there was also voiceover by Bill Shaw. It was distributed by Eagle Lion Classics with a 1952 reissue, and I don't know why, by Classic Pictures Incorporated. Now, let's get to the meat of this movie. This movie sounds like and was advertised with dinosaurs on the posters and oh my god, you know, you're going to see the giant beast of the past fighting. Yeah, well, you did. Except that it's a 61-minute movie and the dinosaurs do not appear until 58 minutes into the film. Yes, folks, that's right. The last three minutes of the film are where you're going to see the dinosaurs. And guess what? These aren't even dinosaurs made and animated for this movie. No, no, no. They took stock footage from 1 million BC, which was made in 1940, 11 years earlier, and they just stuck it in at the end. The bulk of the movie involves a ship's captain and pirates, and he's trying to woo this young lady, and they're in Australia, and her parents don't like it, and it's just a bunch of stuff like that. It is a more or less typical action, seagoing movie with dinosaurs stuck in right at the very end. I saw this movie, and I distinctly remember when I saw it, because I saw it with three of my male friends from school when we were in about the third grade. I was at a friend's house, spending the afternoon with him and his brother. Another guy came over. We watched this movie on TV, and when it was all over, we looked at each other, and we were like, what a ripoff. There was like only a little bit of dinosaurs and monsters in there, and we'd seen that scene before. And so, yeah, totally a ripoff movie. And like I say, for the cheapo studios, this was not at all unusual to do this sort of thing. I am willing to bet that James Arness didn't put this down on his resume when he was applying for jobs. He probably put down the much better science fiction movies he did, The Thing, where he played The Thing, and even better, Them. So yeah, this is a what-the-fuck movie. You watch it, and when it's done, you're like, holy shit, what did I see? What is this? And I've got a bunch more of them, folks. So those will be coming up on future episodes. And now we move on to the five-room dungeon, which, as I've said all along, is not a dungeon. It was a small town in the Old West. And we have come to the room where the big reward or the revelation or something like that is to be found. Well, in this case, it's a big reward because there is a big reward. They've busted up this crime family, this bunch of outlaws, and they shot them or they sent them to jail or whatever. The guys are going to be hanged or sent to the territorial prison. So now your PCs, your gun-toting, badge-wearing, marshals, sheriffs, whatever they are, get their big reward. They get the reward for capturing these guys. They get the reward the townspeople are grateful, so they you know, probably get free drinks at the bar, maybe a little something over at the brothel. You know, they just... They should get rewarded, big party, whatever. 
But we've got a revelation. Somewhere, there was somebody who was bankrolling these bad guys. And they find out about it because somebody says, Mr. Marshall, Mr. Marshall, look what I found in the saloon office. And it's a letter or something from a guy who doesn't sign his name. He signs it Mr. X or something like that. And he's telling him when the trains are going to be running through with the gold, when the stagecoaches are coming through, this, that, the other thing. So it's a reward and it's a revelation leading to their next adventure where they ride off and try to find who Mr. X is. That's it for this five-room dungeon. The next one, well, I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with that, but we'll find out 